2 Corinthians 5.17 says that if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Have you ever wondered how much of a new creation you are? When Christ comes into our lives, the extent of the change that takes place is mind-boggling. Let's find out more in this episode of Foreshadows Report. Thank you for joining us for Foreshadows Report. This is Steve Miller. I'm sure you are familiar with the words the Apostle Paul wrote in Galatians 2.20. I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. This amazing truth applies to every person who is a Christian. Christ himself lives in us. And because we have finite human minds, we will never fully grasp all that this means. But it's a truth that should overwhelm us and should have an impact on how we live. It's a truth we should hold near to our hearts so that we don't forget it. It's when we live with a constant awareness of His presence in us that we are reminded of all the ways God has blessed us through Christ. In Christ, we are new creations. In Christ, we have been given the resources that enable us to experience His power in our everyday living. In Christ, we have an incredible future ahead of us. That's what we're going to unpack together during the rest of this episode. In all that Christ has done for us, He has not done anything halfway. He has given fully of Himself to us. He has not held anything back. He has been exceedingly generous. And when we realize what this fullness represents, we cannot help but be overwhelmed. A great starting point for understanding all that we have in Christ is Colossians 2.9. In Him, the whole fullness of deity dwells bodily. Hold on to that verse for a second as we go over to John chapter 1, verse 1. Here we read that in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Here the Word refers to Jesus Christ. So John tells us that in the beginning was Christ, and Christ was with God, and Christ was God. Then in verse 14 we read that the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. In Isaiah 7.14 is a prophecy that says, Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and shall call his name Emmanuel. The name Emmanuel means God with us. That's what happened when Jesus came to earth. He was God with us. With that in mind, let's go back to Colossians 2.9 and read it again. In him the whole fullness of deity dwells bodily. This tells us that in Jesus is the fullness of God. Through Jesus, we have the fullness of God available to us. So what does the fullness available in Christ grant to us? I'm going to walk us through a list of verses. And as I do so, notice the words I put emphasis on. 1 John 1.7 says, The blood of Christ cleanses us from all sin. Through the cross, we are forgiven of all sin. As the great hymn says, 
my sin, not in part, but the whole, is nailed to the cross. Romans 8 1 says that because of this, there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. None. John 1 16 says we have received the fullness of his grace, all of it. Romans 6 5 says we will be united with him in a resurrection like his. We will be resurrected just as he was. Let's slow down as we read Ephesians 1 3. We have been blessed with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places, not just some of them, but every single one, not just on earth, but in the heavenly places. The fullness we have in Christ is meant to help us in some very practical ways. 2 Corinthians 1.3 says that God is the God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our affliction, not just some afflictions, but all. Philippians 4.19 says that God will supply every need of yours according to his riches and glory. That's every. Notice that God will supply us according to his riches. He doesn't supply us out of his riches. He doesn't give some small proportion of all that he has. He gives according to what he has. He is exceedingly generous. This brings us to one of the most amazing passages about the fullness of what we have in Christ. 2 Corinthians 9 verses 8 through 10 tells us, God is able to bless you abundantly so that in all things, at all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. The fullness that is ours in Christ is all-encompassing. It is a fullness that is ours at all times in all things. It is a fullness that abounds and is beyond measure. It is in this context that we should read God's promises to us. For example, in 2 Corinthians 12.9, God says, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. We will never have too little of His grace. We will always have more than enough. The longer we experience the fullness of what we have in Christ, the more we will realize it is inexhaustible. As Lamentations 3 verses 22 and 23 says, His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. His provisions for us will always be fresh and bountiful. And that is why every single day of our lives, we will always have more to discover about the riches that we have in Christ. Let's go back to the verse at the opening of this podcast. If anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. What does this new creation involve? Here's a quick list. Ephesians 2 verses 8 and 9 says that we are granted eternal life, which began at the moment of salvation. 2 Corinthians 5.21 says we are clothed with His righteousness. Ephesians 1 verses 13 and 14 says we are sealed by the Spirit, which guarantees our inheritance in heaven. Ephesians 1.7 says we are forgiven. Romans 8.1 says we are without condemnation. Colossians 2 verses 9 and 10 says we are made complete in Him. Colossians 3.12 says we are chosen by God, holy and beloved. Ephesians 5.8 says we are children of light. Ephesians 1.3 says we are blessed with every spiritual blessing. Philippians 4.19 says we are lacking nothing. Romans 8.37 says we are more than conquerors 
through him who loved us. Hebrews 4.16 says we are able to come before God's throne of grace in our times of need. And Philippians 3.20 says we are citizens of heaven. It's no wonder that in John 10.10, Jesus said, I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. All these passages tell us about the amazing abundance we have in Christ. There is so much He has done and continues to do on our behalf that we will never run out of ways to experience His goodness. As we live here on earth, there are many benefits we receive from being in Christ, and there are even more benefits we'll experience in the future, in Christ's millennial kingdom, and later in heaven. 1 Peter 1.4 says that we have an inheritance that is imperishable, undefiled, and unfading. 2 Corinthians 4 verses 17 and 18 says that we will experience an eternal glory that far outweighs our momentary affliction. Revelation 21.4 says we will never again cry, mourn, or experience pain, and death shall be no more. Romans 8.30 says having been justified, we will also be glorified. 1 Corinthians 15, verses 51 to 53, says we will be changed and put on the imperishable and put on immortality. Revelation 22, 12, says we will be recognized for our service to the Lord. He will reward each one as his work deserves. Revelation 21, 1, says we will dwell in a new heaven and a new earth. Revelation 22.14 says we will have the right to the tree of life. And Revelation 21.3 says we will live in God's presence forever. All of these future blessings are made possible because of what Christ has done for us. This is what is meant when we read in Colossians 1.27 that Christ in you is the hope of glory. Because of Christ, we have the promise of future glory, the promise of eternal life, and living forever in His presence. In a short amount of time, we've looked at many Bible passages. We've covered a lot of ground. This is a lot to take in all at once. If you find this overwhelming, that's exactly my intention. We should be overwhelmed by the fullness of all that is ours in Christ. What Christ has done, continues to do, and will do for us should always be on our minds and in our hearts. The riches that Christ has given us are meant to encourage us and strengthen us and sustain us and give us hope. I want to close with a word about how all of what Christ has given to us can be experienced by us. He already dwells in us. Yet there's a crucial aspect of our relationship with Christ that we need to remember. In John 15, 5, Jesus says, I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever abides in me, and I in him, he it is that bears much fruit, for apart from me you can do nothing. To bear fruit, to be all that Christ intends us to be, we need to make sure we are abiding in him, for apart from him we can do nothing. To abide in Christ is to live fully yielded to him to be fully submitted to Him, to live and surrender to Him. One great way to make sure we abide in Christ is to do what Colossians 3.16 calls us to do, to let Christ's Word dwell in us richly. When we fill ourselves with His Word, 
and we let his word direct our lives. We are abiding in him. As for bearing fruit, don't come away with the impression that this speaks of outwardly good things that happen to us. This refers more to spiritual fruit, to growing more Christ-like, to being transformed by him. It refers to thoughts, attitudes, and actions that reflect Christ and bring honor to God. Because of the fullness of all that Christ offers to us, we have all the resources we need to live life as he intends for us to. This is what Paul meant when he wrote Philippians 4.19, My God will supply every need of yours according to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. We could spend a lifetime going back over every one of these verses and digging deeper so that we better understand what we have because Christ lives in us. And did you know that the more we appreciate what Christ has done for us, the more we will look forward to being with him in heaven? The more we grow in our gratitude for him, the more eagerly we will want to be in his presence. May we all grow in our understanding of the fullness of what we have in Christ so that we will look forward to that great day when he calls us home to be with him. As we close this episode of Foreshadowed Report, I cannot help but want to repeat 2 Corinthians 9, verses 8 to 10. God is able to bless you abundantly, so that in all things, at all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. We have been so blessed. My encouragement is that after this podcast is over, you take time to pray and thank the Lord for all that is yours because of Christ. Foreshadows Report is a weekly podcast, but I also post daily on Telegram Messenger channel. If you'd like to stay in touch daily, you can do that by going to Telegram Messenger channel and subscribing to Foreshadows Report, or you can go to my website, themillerresources.com, and at the bottom of the home page, you'll see a link to my daily post. During the week, I share news about both world events and Bible prophecy, and on the weekend, I share inspiring quotes from Christian books and the Bible. Thank you once again for listening, and thank you also to Harvest House Publishers, which has been a faithful supporter of this podcast.